again for Not Just Rainbows and Unicorns, a podcast made with love in Kalamazoo, Michigan by Nicole and Michael Van Putten. We take topics we find interesting and research them online. Then we get together each week and we talk about them. You can visit us online at notjustrainbows.net. There you can view show notes, add your comments, and send us questions and suggestions for future episodes. All right. Well, happy Saturday, everybody. It's podcast Saturday, one of the things that we do every single week. And we have an excellent guest on the show today. We've got Nicole's mom, Kathy. How are you doing this morning, Kathy? Perfect. Thank you. You look fantastic. We're happy to have you here. Thanks. Glad to be. Uh, of course, I've got my delightful, adorable co-host, Nicole. Nicole, how are you doing this morning? Fantastic. That's... It's Saturday. The week is over, and Woo-hoo. I'm very grateful for that. That's a, a good thing. We we had kind of an uh, uh, adventure-filled week. We, um, we got rear-ended. Our car is probably totaled. We were stopped at a traffic light and had just completed running an errand, had the, the girls, Mina and Clementine, in the back, and... Somebody rear-ended us, and we're good. We're safe, we're sore, but we're here, and we're doing a podcast. And Kathy was our ride home. Kathy, do you feel like an Uber driver, like a professional one? <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. At least I knew where you were and how to get home. You know? That There's is that. true. You know, I get, yeah, we, I get lost in a paper bag. We didn't have to give you any special directions. You knew exactly where we lived. Yep, she was my emergency phone call. I had to text her from my Apple Watch, which was really exciting. I felt like I was texting from 1996. My phone got knocked out of my pocket. It was hiding between the seat and the side of the car, and the car was out in the middle of five lanes of traffic, and the cops wouldn't let me go out, understandably, to, to retrieve it or to try to find it. So I was using Nicole's phone, Nicole was using her watch, and she was texting uh, Kathy with the watch. And Kathy's probably like, what are these crazy kids doing? Well, yeah, I'm like, okay, where are you? I can't see you. I'm here to pick you up. And no one is answering my text or my phone calls. <laughs> Darn kids asked me to come down here, and now you're not answering my calls. <laughs> we were busy talking to the police officers and everything. Right. I was trying to text the word dealership from a watch, an Apple watch, which was not an easy word. I thought, well, you know, I'll just autocorrect it, and whatever the watch texts, that's the word she's going to get. <laughs> <laughs> but we're here in one piece, and we've got a fresh episode for folks to hear today. Um, Nicole, what what is this topic? I, I see in the show notes, it says, would you rather? Right. I thought I'd pose these questions to my parents, my mom, Kathy, and my dad, Steve. Uh, questions, would you rather do either or questions so it's kind of like a game show today it is really because i know my parents have opinions like i do i'm very stubborn i have opinions about things so i thought i'd pose these questions and see what they have to say and we'll have clever banter and and conversation along the way yeah clever banter that's (laughs) that's the idea clever banter it's it's basically the same kind of conversation that we would have if we grilled today and we're sitting on the back deck talking about things. This is probably not unlike the regular conversation that we would normally have um, <laughs> as part of that type of gathering and everything. So how how do we get started? Are Is there any kinds of rules or structure to how would you rather would work? No rules, just 
answer the question i guess you know it's it's a question hey 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 what's the prize Ooh, Um, that's a good question you know wheel of fortune has lots of prizes (laughs) (laughs) wheel of fortune i don't know i guess uh Dessert of your choice. Dessert of your choice. That's oh, the prize. <laughs> the table stakes are quite high now. Yummy. Awesome. All right. Would you rather? Let's let's dig into this. Uh, does it matter what order I ask these lovely questions in, Nicole? No, I don't care. I I didn't write them in any order. So. All right. Question number one. Pick a question. Any question. Would you rather put the dock on the lake in? Or take it out. Put the dock in or take it out. Um, and, and, we've, got it, a great, we've got a great story on that one. Uh, living at Pine Lake, which was, we missed that lake so much. We missed the funness of it. And I'm going to have Steve tell the story because he's best at it. So my dad decided, I think we were putting the dock in. And of course, we were putting it in in May. And the water's probably... <laughs> 50 degrees so dad we put dad in a no he had he had waders on and he went to walk into the lake to help me and he went right on his face the waders filled with water so i was <laughs> oh no so he went back in the house wrapped a big towel around him we took his clothes down to the laundromat put him in the dryer we went back, I finished putting the dock in, we had dinner. We went back to the laundromat to get us closed and the laundromat was closed. Oh no. So he had to drive home with nothing on but a towel. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. He lost his glasses, his wallet, everything in his wallet was wet. So, you know, and he he's always complains that he never has any money. Well, let me tell you, the wad of bills that came out of that wallet were unbelievable. You know, his driver's license, everything was wet. But it was so stinking funny to see him in that little escort driving my mother home, a 20-minute drive, and uh, in a towel with nothing else on because his clothes were in the laundromat. And for those people who listen to our show, this is Carl, my mom's dad. This is Linda who is the colonel in the military. This is the gruff guy we spoke about before, the the army guy, the the stern man who, you know, wanted things his own way. This is not a guy who's going to drive. Yeah. This is not a guy who's going to drive around in a towel without any clothes on. <laughs> he probably had a couple of phrases to say when he was face first next to the <laughs> where the dock was going to go. How did he get out? I mean, waiters, you get water and waiters, and then you're trying to lift something that's twice as much as yourself. He was only in two foot of water. Oh, okay. <laughs> he tripped and went right, right in his face. Oh, 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 oh. Did, he, did he, he get to have any kind of good food so or desserts think... before going home? Any kind of what? Did he get to have, were you guys having food, food and desserts or anything? Or is it just here to help you with your doc, splat, oh, yes. bye? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. It was it, it was the whole shebang. You know, it was um, beverages, desserts. And back then we weren't eating keto. So lots of, lots of carbs, which yummy. So no, but and, and you know what? I think after that, I think that we decided that putting the dock in and taking the dock out 
was better for someone else to do. And I think that we hired it done because it was just too much work. Water was too cold. and I like this answer. So So the correct answer to the first would you rather is put the dock in or take it out. Yes, have somebody else do it. That is proper. (laughs) Have have the professionals get in there. (laughs) Exactly. So if you ever are planning to to live on a lake or be an owner of a dock, take that as a tip. Make sure that you have a fund set aside for having somebody put it in and out because there's all kinds of muck and stickiness and challenge of getting a boat dock out of the water and put it in it. That's a good answer. All right. So our next question is, uh, would you rather live without internet forever or live without air conditioning forever? Internet. You'd rather live without internet? Yep. Oh my goodness. Really? What about all the games you play online? Like the solitaire and stuff. If I have air conditioning, I can survive in the summer, but if I if I don't have air conditioning, I can't sleep. Oh, that's true. Oh yeah. Sleep is a is a premium important thing. How about you, Kathy? Same same thing? Would you go for the, the air conditioning? I wonder if we have a house divided. No. <laughs> we have a house divided. I'll take the internet. I'll just turn some fans on. Really? Or run around half naked or yeah i'm the same way i i would not be able to live without internet nicole and i were talking about this a little bit and i i said well you know maybe because it it's cool in the basement maybe we live in the basement or houses start getting dug underground and you don't worry about air conditioning and you have internet access you know that's a true story because our basement is really nice and cool and it's finished i mean there's a bedroom down there and a bathroom and yeah, you guys have a fancy basement. Well, I, I, I and a walkout, so I, I could easily live in the basement. Um, we haven't had air for a week now. Um, our repair guy comes in and turns it on for us manually, and then it runs. And, <laughs> and so we kind of know what it's like to get warm, but Steve gets overheated, so I, I can see that as a good answer for him. I uh, I decided that we could live without air conditioner because I could get on the internet and learn how to build an air conditioner. <laughs> there you go. And, and you know what? And I thought that that was going to be your dad's answer that, you know, he could, if, if he had internet, he could eventually figure out how to do an air conditioner. After the, the guy's <laughs> done installing the dock, he can come in and wave a fan. <laughs> There, there you go. Well, and, and you know, when you think about it, I mean, I, you kids might have lived without internet for a few years, but I mean, we lived without internet for years, over 20 years. So, you know. It's hard to imagine the that anybody, basically all the young people, all the, the people who are serving as police officers, like the ones that we met during our, our car crash, they were born after 2000 and so they've never lived in a world without the internet you know i I, i'll have to say that the older i get they they look like they should still be in high school right (laughs) i felt that way yesterday or the day before yesterday when we had that car accident i was looking at the officer and thinking this guy is so young (laughs) (laughs) really really like 
does he really know his job? <laughs> and he was in really good shape and he had tattoos all up and down his left arm that were really elaborate and cool. He looked like he was with it, like he knew what was going on. There you go. Well, good first two questions. Craziness. Now, we all know it's, you know, it's summertime here. We're, we're beginning, at least in Michigan, to begin to feel like it's summertime. You know, it's the weekend. You're getting ready to have a refreshing beverage or you're going to make yourself a delicious mixed drink. Do you mix it with pop or do you mix it with soda? Pop. Pop. Soda. Soda. Really? Pop. One of you says pop it's and one soda. of you says soda. That's interesting. Soda is like uh, soda water. <clears throat> soda so is a, is a, uh, a bubbly Coke or Sprite or root beer. Right. It's soda. Now your right. son and daughter-in-law, they live in North Carolina. Don't they call it a Coke down there? So it's like, do you want a 7-Up Coke? Do you want right. a Sprite Coke? Do you want a Cherry Coke? No, they I no, they call it soda. Yeah, I think David and Christy call it soda, but I think some people do. There are places right? like that. I might yeah. be in the wrong part of the country. It's been known to happen with yes. me as I wander across the United States in my mind. There you go, yeah. So yeah, Do you Dan, want a Coca-Cola? So Dan calls it pop and you call it soda, Mom. Well, this is the problem. You know, we've been married for 40, almost 48 years and uh, opposites attract. And that certainly is your father and I. You know, talking of sodas slash pops, we um, have found a zero sugar beverage that, that works with the keto diet. And it's called Squirt. And I didn't realize how old squirt is like it's from the 1930s when they first started making it I, I think it was like in vegas or arizona or something like that that one of the local people maybe it was arizona used to make it to mix with cocktails and everything and that has become one of our favorites it's kind of like a grapefruit type soda which i would never think or guess or bet would be nicole's favorite flavor and it's it's one of her isn't that right isn't that one of your current flavors now that you enjoy i don't drink it as often as you do no well you should start drinking it because it's delicious and refreshing do you two have a favorite go-to for when you want a soda or a pop um i have a coke zero i like coke zero i think that's the one that christy uh my sister-in-law my older brother's wife drinks Coke Zero. I think she really likes Coke Zero. Yeah, my my sister drinks Coke Zero too. Now, um, I I just went on a road trip with my other sister, and she had bought because it was it's a Pepsi product and it was a dollar ninety nine a twelve pack, which is really stinking dirt cheap, and it's a Mountain Dew cherry. Mountain Dew Cherry. I would probably Diet try that. Diet Mountain Dew Cherry. Well, you know, it tasted like there was a lot of grapefruit in it. Huh. Oh. Does it have caffeine in it? You know, I don't know. I'm going to assume it does. Oh. But I didn't look. Mountain Dew was super popular when I was in high school, and all the kids would like to have that when we would have our pizza parties or movie nights or whatever. 
people would have that. I always thought it looked like the most unnatural color for a beverage, <laughs> the green, kind of the you are right. color. It's crazy. You are right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, you know, we used to, a long time ago, we used to drink squirt all the time. Grandma D drank a lot of squirt, diet squirt. I like squirt. I'll have to try that. Hmm. All right. This next question is kind of a special one that Steve might have an opinion on. It yeah. has to do with grilling. And Steve is the one who taught me how to grill. So all of the abilities that I have to do burgers and chickens and fish on the grill is thanks to Steve. I think he's probably the godfather of grilling in the family <laughs> and has taught everybody how to grill. Who taught you how to grill, Steve? Uh, my grandfather and my dad, mostly my grandfather. Wow. So we're, we're keeping the legacy generation thing going with it. So the, the question related to grilling is, would you rather grill when there's a, a tornado warning with pouring rain and humidity or during a blizzard with a warning that whiteout snow and freezing temperatures are coming and you can kind of see the early things of it. So it's kind of like typhoon tornado like weather or freezing blizzard temperatures because you've probably grilled in both <laughs> which would you rather grill in well, I, I, I grill in any any weather because i got a covered grill but which would you rather grill in? would you rather be cold while grilling or wet with <laughs> 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 possibly a tornado coming to visit you well that's kind of a hard one because it can be snowing like crazy, and I'm, I'm covered. I got a roof over me, and if it's raining, I got a roof over me. So, well, let's get... let's say you don't have a roof. Rain because let's say you are grilling at our house where you are standing outside. Move our grill no, to his covered area <laughs> with no roof. So, which would you rather be doing? Grilling with no roof in the pouring rain or with no roof in the not pouring snow but in the snow does snow pour i don't know what snow does are they used to call it snow probably, probably in the snow really yes that is the correct answer in from, from michiganders now, just out of curiosity why the snow because i can i can grill in the snow and and wear something over me and be warm and being that I have a Weber I just put the top on it so whatever I'm cooking is is covered but if you're grilling in the pouring rain it's kind of hard to hold an umbrella and work this the grill is true that and is if there's a potential tornado if a tornado actually does come with the tornado warning grilling kind of has to go on timeout <laughs> when that happens unless you have like some really good stuff on the grill that is that is a good insight because we actually grilled a couple weeks ago when it was raining and I had to go outside and hold the umbrella for Michael. Yeah, it went from sunny to downpour within 20 minutes. Yeah. That was Welcome to Michigan. Yeah. We have a variety of weather to right. enjoy and everything. So, yes, speaking of summer weather, this question is for both of you. Would you rather live in a world where it's perpetual constant summer or perpetual constant winter all the time? No change, no spring, no fall, just all the time, 
hot, miserable summer or freezing cold, miserable winter? Summer. Summer. At least you don't have to shovel snow. Two summers. Oh, that's true. They, no they didn't even shovel. stop to yeah. think about that one. They're like summer. Of course, Perfect World, you guys like summer being out on the lake, being in the sun. You know, I, I like the changes, the weather changes. I guess that's why I live in Michigan. I mean, I know you get them other places too, but I, I, I wouldn't appreciate the spring as much as I do if it weren't for the ugly winters. I hear that for sure. So, yeah, I mean, I, I'd much, well, if we lived in summer all year long, I'd, I'd have to put a pool in. A pool would be a good thing. So that kind of leads us into one of the other questions we have. Like if we're talking about homes and pools and things like that, if you could magically pick up your home and you could put it anywhere and wherever it was, you could still easily get access to family. So you're not giving anything up. Where would you want your house to be? On Lake Michigan. Lake Michigan. Huh. Like up north Lake Michigan or towards Chicago Lake Michigan? Uh, South Haven, Saugatuck. On the, the west coast of Michigan. That's a solid choice. Mom, where would you put it? Oh, you know, I, I don't know. There are, there are many places come to mind. San Diego's one of them. I mean, really? that, oh, that weather's perfect there. You know, that weather's perfect, perfect there. The Keys, I wouldn't mind living in the Keys. Florida. Hmm. Um, maybe, I, I, Michigan would be a choice too. I, I, I do love the lake. I really do. You are the traveler of the bunch of us. You have explored a lot of different awesome places. You've taken Steve with you, but you are the more adventurous of all four of us, I think. I think you're right. (laughs) (laughs) I I have, you know, I I have friends that like to go places and do things. I just got back from Atlanta, watched rugby. My great niece um, plays college rugby, so that was fun, and I'm off to Chicago on Tuesday with friends, and we're staying at um, the Peninsula, downtown Chicago, and we're seeing two plays. What plays are you going to go see? We're going to go see The Grapes of Wrath, and then um, I'm not sure what the title of the second one is, but it's the story of The Temptations. Oh, that sounds good. Good music. It's a diversity of women, women that... I know and we work together, some of us. And so it will be, it'll be fun. We're taking the train over and I'll leave Tuesday morning, be back Thursday afternoon. That's a wonderful group of ladies that you have. I always like I, would want to jazz it up and like get you guys matching leather jackets and turn you into a gang or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> the badass mamas. Yeah, I, you know, I, I, I feel very blessed. Um, we have a bunch of gals that um, we meet every Friday for tea. We call it, actually, we're calling it tea and tea now. So it's tea and tunk. Tunk is a card, a really simple card game that we play. And uh, and we don't drink tea, by the way. We drink wine, martinis, whatever happens to be there. Nice, classy. Yeah. It's the new tea for the new millennium. There you go. Amen. So, 
Kathy, this might be a, a, a real meaningful question for you. Would, would you rather receive leftovers or would you rather give leftovers? Oh, I think you know the answer to that. I'd rather <laughs> give them. <laughs> what are the best kinds of leftovers to give away? Uh, casseroles are really good to give away. Soup. And of course, there's always, you know, a little taste of dessert. So, um, yeah, I, I, I have a friend who is a widow and she hates to cook. And so she gets my leftovers and she's always like, you don't have to do that. And I go, no, but listen, that way I don't have to throw them away. You are eating them for me. <laughs> is, this, uh, is this Mrs. Ferguson? It is Mrs. Ferguson. This is this Sweet is lady. my uh, my teacher who taught me in elementary school. So, yeah, this is a person I've known since I was seven. <laughs> Literally your entire life, practically. Yeah. yeah, yeah, a great person. Yeah. So, what are what are the leftovers that? So, those are the leftovers you like to give. What are the leftovers? you like to receive i guess you know i i really don't like to receive leftovers um my brother who is a great cook will bring a casserole over for, you know his leftovers and he'll bring soup or something like that and and that's always good he likes his food a little more spicy than i like mine so you have to be careful with that but um yeah Anything's good left over. You don't, things are always better the next day anyway. I mean, in my opinion. Yeah. I think most guys would say dessert, pizza, pizza, <laughs> any kind of grilled meats. Do you have any favorite leftovers that you would enjoy, Steve? Like leftovers that you would eat for breakfast that wouldn't be a traditional breakfast meal? Bratwurst. Yeah. Oh my In gosh, fact, we're grilling bratwurst today. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> bratwurst are like breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah. Well, Steve, he he likes to. He doesn't need to heat his food up. He he'll grab a a fried sandwich and eat it in the morning cold just out of the fridge. And I'm thinking, oh my god, really? So that leads yeah. us to a I like question. That leads us to a question that we have, a very interesting question. So would you rather have everything you eat for the rest of your life be way too hot or everything you eat be way too cold? Nothing is the right temperature. It's either super hot or super cold. I'd say super hot because you can always let it cool. No, you can't. It's always going to be hot. Oh, that's a tough question what are you the devil <laughs> yeah the food will never cool down it's always always so hot. you basically have to burn your is it like burn your mouth hot i don't know it's just it's just hot it's just so hot. even cold food is hot like cereal hot ice cream is cold hot no more ice cream then if yeah. you everything's hot oh gosh i i don't know what the right answer i i like your dad's he's like thinking it through it was like well yeah you know you just leave it out for 20 minutes and then it's the perfect temperature. No problem. Yeah. So food that you enjoy hot. Cause I know mom, you like your food to be hot. Well, that, that, because that goes back to the days of babies. 
and babies get hungry and when they get hungry they want to eat right away so I ate many a meal cold oh. or I didn't eat it because sorry about that <laughs> it, it, I, it, don't be sorry it's I chose I wanted to be a mother and I was a mother I still am a mother and that's just why I go back to the day that I just like my food hot. The question, I can't answer that. I, I don't have an answer to it because I like ice cream cold and I like my coffee hot. Oh, you don't like cold coffee? Like cold brew coffee? I will drink cold brew coffee, but I prefer hot coffee first thing in the morning. Oh, that's interesting. I mean, you know, it's... I. There's a place in town, I won't mention their names, but I, I do like their coffee. But And if you get something like, a, you know, a, something that mixed with like a vanilla sugar-free sweetener or whatever, it, it the coffee's always tepid. And I get back in my car and I take a sip of it and it just kind of like makes me mad. I hate that. I do too. And it's just like, and I forgot, you know, I'll forget to say, hey. Put that in the microwave because I know it won't be hot enough. Yeah, that drives me crazy. Yeah. And I haven't learned that yet, you know, every time. <laughs> every time. It's it's a lifelong process. There it you really go. Is. It is. All right. Well, you you guys have been good sports. We've we've only got one or two of these left. Um sure. We have to make sure that we pick the really the absolute best ones. Um, if you had to choose, would you rather have to cut your grass every day or cut your hair every day? Seriously? Yeah. Cut would you rather hair. have to mow the lawn or would you rather have to mow your hair <laughs> daily? Cut the hair. Lawn takes about two hours. Oh. An hour and a half. Uh, uh, but my hair would only take a couple minutes. That might not be as true for Kathy because her hair's, I think her hair's fancier than mine and Steve's. And like technically your dad and I, we shave every day, which is kind of like a haircut, but he's got a good point. I didn't even think yeah, about that angle of that the amount of time or commitment, but like getting your hair done is probably a similar thing. So Kathy, you could even say, would you rather have your hair cut and have Steve mow the lawn or... <laughs> <laughs> There you go, because because first of all, mowing the lawn is great exercise. So that's true. You get your steps in, and secondly, if you get your hair cut every day, you know what the cost of that's going to be. Oh yeah. You'd have to learn how to cut your hair yourself. No. D didn't they make something that <laughs> said no? <laughs> made getting haircuts easy in like the eighties or the nineties. What was that called? Like you attach it to a vacuum cleaner. It's so easy to cut your hair. The Flowbee. Everybody could have, no have flowy haircuts. <laughs> the question could just as well be, would you rather have a pandemic-style haircut every day when nobody could go to the salons or the barbers or anything, or... <laughs> oh, my gosh. No. Yeah, you guys do have so. a huge lawn. Our lawn is, like, we're on a half lot, so it's just a quick buzz because the backyard is not lawn at all it's rock river rock or whatever that's called there you go all right nicole i think you'll leave the honors of the final question of the day of 
this lovely podcast for May 21st. All right, we have one more question. And you're both retired, so it's a question about work. Would you rather have endless money but have to work constantly? Just never be able to retire but have so much money you don't know what to do with it or have just enough money to cover your basic bills, your basic necessities. Do they still get weekends off? Like regular, like nine to five hours, like have to work weekends or is it literally work? Cause that, I don't know. Maybe, yeah, you, you have to work constantly all the time working every day, endless money, but have to work constantly or just enough money and never have to work. So you can't do anything spe- special, like no travel, no frivolous purchases, because you have just enough money to squeak by. Well, if you're working all the time, but you got tons of money, right. you don't have to travel. That's, That's true. true. You can't travel in either scenario. I am. Um, I. I don't think that there's a good answer for that question because, first of all, I loved my job. For 33 years, I did the same thing every single day, and I loved my job. I retired, and I did it at a good time because it just before COVID set in. And retirement's not all it's cracked up to be sometimes, you know? it's I, I think there's a happy me- You've got to find a happy medium. I've been retired for almost four years and I still haven't figured out my life and what I'm supposed to do. Um, at least I'm not getting up at five o'clock in the morning and I, at least I am going to bed at 10 o'clock. So I sleep at least till six and that's a good change. Yeah, I get to do a lot of things. I'm volunteering at a nursing home, which is a lot of fun. And I do hospice and I play cards with the ladies. And it sounds like I have a very fulfilled life, but I re- there's just a lot of downtime yet too. And, you know, I mean, you can only do Facebook and watch so much TV and, you know, I, I do walk the dog, but then of course that's dependent on the weather, whether it's too hot, too cold, rainy. Um, I, it's really hard to find the right momentum or the right idea of retirement when you've worked so many years. My my plan was to have a family. Stay. I was going to be a stay-at-home mom, which I was. And then a job opportunity came up at the school, so I'd have hours, calendar days, the whole works with the kids, which was an ideal kind of thing for me. And the I wasn't planning on working for a very long time. No, a couple of years, you know, just a little extra money, and maybe we could go on a great vacation. And well, 33 years later, I'm still working, but you know, and I was going to sub too, but it just, it's not the same. You don't, the people aren't the same. They're all different. And, you know, I could just go on and on and on, but I am going to find my happy medium. It's, it, it's there. I know it is. That's beautiful. That is like that's a, deep, man. a wise, wiser <laughs> answer than I, that either of us had anticipated, but it's kind of like that, that'll, as the character in the game that we play is, you know, put that in your skillet and think about it for a bit. <laughs> Pascal says There that. you go. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and, you know, seriously, uh, you know, 
we don't have a ton of money, but we we live comfortably. And with the stock market and the way the economy is today and the way gas prices are, geez, I, I just feel really fortunate that we are staying above water at this point. Um, went to Walmart the other day and there was this lady who was older than I. And, you know, she was checking checking the people out in front of me. And I thought to myself, wow, you know, she seemed old, but she really had her stuff together. She took this special lock thingy off of this TV and she knew exactly to cover part of the scan when she scanned the TV. And, and she, she, and I think that, no, I don't think there was another worker bee next to her overseeing her to see that she was doing it right. But I'm thinking, you know, standing on your feet like that at her age, she probably needs to make ends meet. That's why she's working. Yeah. Yeah. It's a tough, tough economy. It's really, it's tough. I feel, I just feel for the younger people too, because, you know, they're just getting started and they want a home and they want a family and they can't afford any of it. Yeah. I read an article that said that millennials and what is the, the generation below millennials? Whatever that generation is, they a lot of them them generation alpha is is one of the terms I've heard like the latest. So that those two generations are actually they've given up. They just are not going to save. They're just going to spend frivolously because they don't think they'll get to retirement age. They think the world will implode upon itself. How sad is that? I I would rather not. (laughs) That is so irresponsible. It's just so irresponsible. It's unbelievable. Oh, I agree with you completely. But these young people who think that they don't have to work and they don't need they don't need health insurance. Seriously? Yeah. Like your son. (laughs) Yeah, like my son. Hi, David. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Uh, what a world! God we live love in. him, and you know it. And he—he he is such a hard worker, and he's so good at what he does. He's so good at what he, you know, working with his hands and building decks and houses. And he built the closet in our bedroom. I love that dang closet. We need to bring <laughs> him up from North Carolina again soon. <laughs> well, he is. He's—he'll be here on June one. Can't wait to see him. Nice. Well, we appreciate both of you spending a bit of your Saturday morning with us. I mean, you could be watching Saturday morning cartoons, and instead you decided to come onto our podcast and play Would You Rather. Nicole, I think they were really good sports. I think we can say that they they won Would You Rather if it was a game show. Yeah. What does that mean? They win a dessert. You win. (laughs) Something that's not leftovers. Something that's not a dock that you have to put into your lake. You have you can call it popper soda, and it doesn't smell like bananas. So there you go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Okay, guys, it was fun talking to you. See you next time. Bye. Okay. Bye.